Hello and welcome back to Into the Badlands and Into the Badlands Rewatch Podcast. As always, I am two thirds of your host, Daniel, and joining me is the other third, Jesse. You need to be social distancing away from me right now. I'm I'm very sick. Yeah, hey, you remember you remember a few weeks ago when, when I was making all those great jokes about how this podcast is one hundred percent corona free? Now it's more about sixty six percent corona free. Let me tell you, it's not fun. <laughs> Everything sucks. Now, Jesse, how has uh, the coronavirus affected your moisture oh, levels? Oh, I am... Um, see, I, the, the weirdness, the weird thing is, is I actually need to get my moisture levels up. Yeah, oh, true, but yeah. it hurts for me to walk around, so I have not been drinking mm. water. Mm, Alright. So, we'll so I'm going to say I'm around that. a 60 right now, but I needed to be back to the oh, 80 okay. that it was before. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> uh, and the one other intro bit I got is, hey, we're recording this on 420. Happy 420, everyone. Nice. Smoke. Got, got a little bit for everybody now. Smoke if you have them. I don't. Oh, man. Yeah. I am I almost caved and tried to use some of the Trump bucks to just buy a bunch of CBD oil just, just because I can <laughs> with little to no risk right now. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I might do that right now. I'm going to buy some CBD oil. <laughs> All right. We are live to Jesse buying some CBD oil. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, how have you been doing? Uh, better than you. <laughs> I have to wow. imagine. I mean, sh- yes. First off, yes. <laughs> Second off. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, I'm just very, I'm just, I need this not to happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and, and on top of that, we have like an 80% Widow episode. This is not helping me. Yeah. <laughs> remember remember when we have, remember when you had like, when I said like, hey, like, the Widow's cool when she's not talking. It turns out, she's still not that cool. It's just that she's real good at the fighting part. <laughs> And that's it. Oh, uh, yeah, I have some words about this episode. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, like, okay, I'm gonna... Okay, so before we get too much into it, this episode would have been 100% better with almost anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So... Yeah, I'm gonna throw it out there also, though. Lewis Tan, also not a great yeah, actor. Yeah, I'm just saying, um... Like, again, good at the fighting part. Like, you know, it, sometimes you need to just, uh, I don't know. Like, how, okay, so, I, I, I know I've said this a couple of days, I believe a couple of episodes ago, but, like, can you imagine, like, the, the assistant director for this? Not the director, assistant director, <laughs> being like, right. hey, that was, that was a good take? <laughs> like... <laughs> A uh, pretty pretty big get for him here, getting to do like a whole episode almost. Yeah, because I, I can only imagine that the uh, that the people that the people who the person who did the directing for this episode had to be like, "Wow, you did so good at pretending like you care." Um, I'm I'm sure that like Emily Beecham, I think is her name, is like such a lovely person. I'm sure she's like a pleasure to work with. But gosh, golly. <sighs> Oh, you're just, you're almost there, but not quite. <laughs> you're, you're so it's close tough. to like acting like you're a human that cares about things with values. Oh, it's, <sighs> uh. Okay. Well. Yes. I do want to get into this. There's, there's a lot of widow going on. All right. Uh, so let's start. This is episode three, or sorry, season three, episode ten, Raven's Feather, Phoenix Blood. Yeah, and, uh, really disappointing opening shot. Um, yeah, uh, see the monastery and we immediately know that I'm not gonna enjoy this first <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, cause, uh, the widow and the master walk into the uh, mirror room and... I will give it to them, though. The mirror room looks way better now cause they have, like, the door moving, so it's creating, making the reflections move a little bit. Looks yeah. very cool. Did they give the master a name? Uh, no, she's okay. just the master. 
And the master pretty much like, no, what, what, why do you want more power? And why do you want more power? We're like, because I need it, because the real world works that way. Why don't you help me? Ugh. That's my right own impersonation, by the way. <laughs> the, um, yeah, God, this scene is so much longer this time around. Yeah. All you need to know is the master's eyes glow golden when she does this, which is a cool effect and something we haven't seen before. I still don't know what her deal is, but yeah, she taps her forehead with the glowy fingers and the widow fucking passes out. And then she, uh... And then we're into, a, like, a fucking alt-rock music video. <laughs> well, I was gonna say... I, I was gonna say more that because I was because uh, I went down a hole right now just looking at a bunch of uh, memes making fun of Fashwave stuff, and it kind of has the oh. same coloration like the reds and like blues are like hypersaturated. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah it's it's a they've really upped the saturation here, and then they've thrown a really heavy like blue filter over it uh, to make a very distinctive yeah. color palette. I actually don't hate this visually. No, it's just... And imagine if this was with, I don't know, any other character. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I wish they had kept this filter for all of her flashbacks, because about three scenes from now, they'll drop it and it'll just look like the regular world. Um, I wish they had kept this filter, because this is like a new take on the whole, like, Dreamosphere uh, flashback kind of look, and I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, some ninjas, she woke up in the forest and some ninjas are attacking her, but uh, she has dark wind powers now, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she's in, like, deep red. Anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, she's wearing her usual outfit, but now it's in uh, really vibrant red. Yeah. Which and we have, like, good. a pretty, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest, like, at first I liked this fight, but it went on a little too long. Yeah, this, this wasn't my favorite fight of the series. No. But again, I feel like this could have been, like, some sort of uh, music video. You know, watching it without any, like, noise, yes, 100%. Right. <laughs> I feel like you could make a, uh, like, what 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 music would you put under it? <laughs> uh, it's one of those, like, kind of slow directionless songs, like a, a Joji, I feel like. Either that, or I go the other way and I go, yeah, like, some alt-rock, butt-rock so, type well, of... No, I was going with, I, what I would go with is I would go with a slightly more energetic Lana Del Rey song. Maybe... Like, mm, like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, kind of like the vibe. it's like it's a breakup song, but like it's with a little like a little bit of an edge, and by that okay. I mean like they put a little bit of extra oomph into it. Yeah, yeah, and this uh, she eventually like palm smashes enough people into a tree that a tree falls, and it's supposed to be dramatic, and like it, it's the cinematography is good. I just don't give a shit about yeah. the widow. Yeah, it looks like a big moment, but, like, we've already established how strong Dark One powers are, so it's not like we, the audience, were like, oh my gosh, wow. It's like, yeah, she has dark, we saw her eyes go black, so we knew she could do cool shit okay, already. Okay, okay. Imagine this, but with, like, let's say we had, like, a flashback episode alternate future. By the way, this is, like, an alternate, like, history thing, like, if she yeah. escaped with the Dark One powers. Yeah, we're gonna find out very um, soon. Yeah. Like, imagine this with, I don't know, like, like Nick Frost. Not I me, mean, not Nick Frost, but like, uh, Baji or Sunny. Sunny. It'd be, you know, like. We already got a dream uh, sequence with Sunny, though, but, so I feel like that's why they didn't want to do But he's a good one. actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. So, like, MK? Like, and maybe they do, like, alternate future thing with MK? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Now we, uh,. Yeah, I, 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 it's a real shame how much of a central figure the widow is to this like, story. Like, it would have been good if, like, she was like a regent. And I'm not. And, and please, I, I don't. Please don't take this as a, like me like trying to downplay one of the only female like main characters that that's like around mm -hmm, right now. Yeah. But like, she's just very not good at selling emotion or acting at all. Yeah. I like I, I'm already like on the fence conceptually with the plot idea of oh I'm just trying to do good but I have to compromise moral morals or whatever. It's already kind of like trite, but then you throw her acting on top of it and it just it doesn't yeah. sell. Um, speaking of not selling, uh, we're in the Meridian Chamber and Pilgrim's threatening a guy to make him repair the thing and like his heel turn to bad guy within you know 
three minutes of the end of an episode just again is doesn't feel great. Yeah, like <clears throat> he feels like a supervillain now. It's like it's very flat. Where he, before he was actually a pretty nuanced and interesting character, in my opinion. Yeah, I like it's like this show has been like pretty good for the most part, and like it feels like it kind of dropped a little bit in quality. <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like they're flailing a little bit. Now the um, Again, I'm willing to believe it's because they learned they were canceled and then came back off break and were like, well, we gotta wrap the series up now and we've got six episodes. Someone, um, but yeah, it's someone a shame. saw that, uh, that scene from the first season where the widow was, uh, was like, looked like she was propositioning, uh, like a 16 year old boy and they're just like, yeah, this is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, Sonny, like, gets out of, uh, like, it turns out, like, he was, he managed to get into, like, this, like, creek? It looks more like a creek than a river. Yeah, he got, he got washed down into a creek or something, and, and, or stream, and crawls out, and there are people looking for him. Um, so he hides in some leaves and strangles the fuck out of the guy. Sunny is still pretty good, and Nick's and stuff. It's just, like, the two central, like, two of the main central figures are... Yeah, it's just that this is a very Widow-heavy episode, so, like, I like the new tattoos that all these Azure people have. Yeah, they're, they're pretty, pretty cool. cool. I thought here maybe we'd get a costume change for Sonny. I thought maybe he was going to take this guy's clothes, but no If dice. anything, he just takes off the jacket, um, which is, I yeah. mean, I don't know, it's still a good look. I mean, I mean standing yeah. woo, it's going to be kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel like they're like, we're not, we're not tailoring any more pieces because this show is ending. Like, this guy's cool. This uh, bald black dude with, like, a fucking circle in the center of his forehead with lines coming off it. It's a little brainiac yeah. ass. Like, he's like a... Like, he's like a brainiac negative... Well, negative two? Or what would... No. No, that's... Jesse, you know I'm not I'm a, nerd. a big nerd. I'm a big old nerd. <laughs> I don't even like brainiac that much. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Nyx is back in her purple outfit, which I'm very... Yeah. It's a it's very, very good, good outfit. outfit. It has a, like a poofy back though. Like it has like a little like, like yeah, like, like a, a little cape, cape but like it's like, like it's it's like a cape if it happened halfway down her back. Yeah, uh, like a, a waistcoat, waistcoat. I guess is what we're <laughs> kind of describing. That kind of flare out yeah. from the back. Yeah. Uh, but Sunny crawls through a sewer pipe and ends up in like a warehouse that looks largely untouched, actually. Yeah. Some sort of, like, uh, fashion retailer warehouse, because uh, it's filled to the brim with mannequins. Yeah. When, uh, by the way, keep that in mind, Chekhov's mannequin. Oh, yeah, that was a really <laughs> good scene. Yeah, and, uh, and this is, like, a good playground for someone who has, uh, who is very good at improvised weapons. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna home alone this shit real good in a sec. Yeah, we kind of get like, uh, like you could tell that he's like, because he's like clearly like damaged and everything. Like he has like this big wound and everything, yeah. and he's using. Yeah, yeah, he he pulled up a shirt when he got out of the the stream, and you can see he's been cut badly on his. And he's side. using a broom, like a literal broom, to like kind of yeah. as a prop himself, himself up. up. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of creepy. Oh, and he sees a picture of, like, an Asian baby as well. Just... Yeah, I don't know why that was there. That's that, really no, like, weird. <laughs> like, it feels very specific. Just like, hey, remember, you have a baby that looks somewhat like this, but a little bit more brown. <laughs> yeah, when when I saw that, I thought someone had been, like, living in this place, and he was going to meet someone here. No, it's no, just abandoned. So I don't know what that was about. Because it was basically like a postcard rack. If you look on the same yeah. thing, it has a, um... <clears throat> it has, like, looks like postcards. Except for that one. Yeah. But, yeah, if, if you're, like, a person who lives in an abandoned warehouse, I could see, like, grabbing postcards to kind of spruce up your space. Um, you know, imagine all the places you could go if you weren't living in an abandoned warehouse. But, uh, no, no dice. It's just some pictures. Yep, we cut back to the two best actors of this show. Oh, yeah. Louis Tan. And... This, the show specifically heard, uh, Jesse's complaint from the time MK didn't wake up from his dream state. Um, so now every shot before we enter the flashback, 
they will show Widow on the ground in the mirror chamber beforehand. See, as I said before we got recording, all for all we know, this is still MK's dream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's Gaius acting badly to Widow, who's also acting badly, and... Uh, the long and the short of it is, uh, the widow is now the scorpion. Her color is red. She's like a tyrant, uh, who rules by fear, but there is a rebellion led by the mysterious raven who is fighting she, her. And that's who they think these ninjas were a part of. She used to float like a butterfly, but now she stings like a scorpion. Although the colors is very striking. And they just drop it. They just drop the yeah. dreamscape coloring, which. Yeah. Yeah, they drop the filter immediately, which I think that, is a mistake. I think honestly, that's a real shame. it is very much a mistake. It's probably, like, harder to color correct that to make everything look appropriate, but I wish they had gone through the effort because. You gotta put that effort in somewhere, to, and it's not in Widow or Gaius' acting. You have to do something when it's just Widow and Gaius for most of this. Yeah. Yeah, but she gets back to her, the sanctuary, um, and she sees that, you know, cogs have been rounded up, and they're, like, branding them, and they're about to brand this girl, so Widow grabs the brand and smacks the guy who's gonna do it, and then brands his face, which... Uh, you could have just told him to stop. You're his boss. You didn't have to... Hey, hey, Widow, remember when you were saying that you're trying to be good to people and, you know, give them freedom and stuff? That that, that feels not good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but the girl ended up being Tilda. Who does very good at acting. Yeah. Much, be- much better than the Widow. In my <laughs> so much better. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, back back to the museum. What do we got going on in here? Uh, Nyx just looks. Nyx and this bald dude both they look do. so good. Yeah, this the. I, did they give the bald dude a name? Did he die? Did he get killed? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he dies because they switch him out for all the dark ones oh, here in yeah, a sec. They do. Oh, and then yo, that's right. He he gets grounded and go to. To think he's, about his mistakes. He's probably because, like the fifth favorite son. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's reporting back, and he's like, "Oh, this guy didn't report back." And then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's because he ran into Sonny, you dipshit. Why didn't you look for him?" And he's like, "Well, I just thought he ran away. Lots of people have been running from you because you kind of turned into a supervillain." Um, and Pilgrim gets very mad about that and knocks him down and goes dark mode and is about to punch his fucking brains out. Uh, but Nyx blocks his blow by also activating dark mode, uh, conspicuously before cutting herself, and Cressida definitely annoys that. And also, uh, a pilgrim does a thing that abusive people do, because, like, when they get stopped, they be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, that's not me. Yeah. 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 And, I don't know, pilgrim used to be very nuanced. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I see the bones of nuance there with that, but, like, the heel turn was so sudden and, like, so extreme that it's... You can't really backtrack like that now at They this needed, point. like, one more episode at least. Or maybe half a season. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If only they had gotten that, yeah. unfortunately. But, yeah, so that guy gets told to fuck off, um, and then... Uh, they rejoined the search, but this time with all the Harbingers and MK and Nyx and said. And now, uh, Nick Frost meets yeah, a goat. And, and, oh my god, Henry is so cute. Like, he's so cute. Because, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, he's trying to get some, uh, basically, you know, Henry's like, oh, I'm crying, oh. Yeah. Goat's milk but, for but the then, baby, But yeah. then he gets squirted in the face with goat's milk. And, and yes. <laughs> Cla- uh, again, the classic gag of you humiliate or hurt yourself and the baby likes it. Uh, it's tried and true. Still very funny. Yeah. And then they hear some voice. He then he hears some voices. Um, and it turns out it's Tilda and Gaius. Yeah. And man, those are some like those boots that those boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cut back to Nick, and like she's she's like lacing up her like fuck me boots that she has on, which are just like real good looking. Uh. Yeah, but uh, Cressida is interrogating how she managed to go dark mode without cutting herself, and Nyx explains about the whole emo thing about thinking about something more hurtful than being cut, and then she reveals what she's thinking about is Pilgrim killing Caster, and then she walks off like the moody teen she is, and Cressida's like, ah, fuck, god damn it, I'm gonna have to kill another one of these guys. Shit, 
fuck. Damn. All these teens. Um, and then it's just, uh, Nick, Frost, Saribashi touching base with Tilda and Gaius and kind of explaining, uh, the situation vis- vis-a-vis Sonny and the baby and what he's doing and where he's going in life. Uh, which is to the refugee camp, uh, which doesn't there anymore, so they decide to go to Lydia's actual estate now, because, as a viceroy, she has a house. Until this whole dead Henry. And you... Uh, this purple jacket that Guys is wearing is better than the red one he has in the dream sequence. I'll say that. It's a pretty good jacket. It looks like it's like a crushed velvet. Which, it's raining right now, like, misting, which is not (laughs) good for that velvet. No. I mean, it adds, it adds, like, a decent amount of atmosphere to it. And it's good mm-hmm. that we have two good actors against Louis <laughs> Tan's acting. <laughs> yeah, he, they can carry Louis Tan, it's fine. Yeah, he he's basically... Oh, and then this is a very weirdly tonally, they do a fart yeah, joke here. Yeah, this is something I don't understand. That I didn't understand feels- that. Uh, maybe maybe you're right, and the AD really did get to direct a whole episode, <laughs> and he was like, fart jokes are funny. <laughs> What I get to I get to work with I get to work with my favorite actress and actor most of the episode and the babies here great. Why don't I just make a giant fart noise the entire time? Yeah, I, I didn't understand why there was a fart joke that was unnecessary. Um, but Sonny's making some traps while talking uh, to someone uh, about his choices, and maybe he regrets them now, but maybe he doesn't because he loves his son very much. He's just not sure. And, uh... Uh... It... Where... Yeah, and he's, he's putting on, like, his best, like, sad dad energy. It's it's very good. Yeah. But then... Then it's, re- then it's revealed that he's talking to Waldo. <laughs> I don't know, I found that funny. But then he looks over, and it's a fucking mannequin he's put into this, like broken wheelchair. I found that to be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good bit. Um, although, it does remind us that, like, where the fuck did Waldo go? I know he bailed on the widow, but then he just sort of disappeared. So, odd choice to, like, make the audience remember well, about yeah, that. Yeah, okay, so, not to, I'm trying not to be ableist or anything, but this world does not feel, like, compatible with a wheelchair. No, there's not a lot of accessibility in this world, yeah, I don't like, think. Where does he go? He shows up. It turns out he has Dark One powers. He was- <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has Dark One powers. Jade also sh- shows up. She also has Dark One powers. Turns out Quinn also has Dark One powers. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's back from the dead with his Dark One powers. Yeah. Quinn went to the Lazarus pit, and now he's back. <laughs> Quinn managed to just crawl into the lab. That's why he was in the subway thing. Turns out that yeah. this Lazarus pit was... He he went and took a dip in the Lazarus pit with his meat julep, and now he's back in more southern... Yeah, we had, a, uh, we had a very short scene where uh, Nick's and uh, MK were talking about, like, like, I'll go over... Nix basically says, don't trust Pilgrim. Yeah, don't Pilgrim. trust Pilgrim, and also, like, I'm gonna go look by myself. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, for, like, and... I know, I've said this multiple times before, so we're in another scene with, with the Widow and Gaius. Uh, we don't have to care about anything they're about to say. Uh, <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but I know I've said this before, like, how it's unfair, how, like, some people are, like, very attractive and talented and smart. Yeah. Just, this is like the one exception where I think it's fair. Cause like, <laughs> like there's two very attractive people. Like, the way we talk about them, like you may think like, oh, you know, whatever. But like, they're both very attractive people. Oh yeah, they're I just, very pretty. Like, I just wish they had more talent. <laughs> yeah. Because like, imagine the impact of this, uh, impact of, of, um, of this, of Gaius and Widow, like kind of, yeah, if this were Nathaniel and Lydia, I would be so deeply invested into these or, scenes. Or Quinn and Lydia, or just Lydia, uh, uh, Lydia. Let's just say Lydia. Generally. Yeah, Lydia yeah. should have been the widow. Yeah, but Gaius is pretty much being like, "Hey, you know, it's yeah. been like this for a while. Why are you acting so weird? I think you're you, you're yeah, wearing yourself is... out. Let me, you know, help out." Yeah, this is a, a three three point uh, world building backstory. 
get it out of the way lore dump. It's uh, one we learned that in this world, after the Barons fell, she took power and controls the Badlands now, essentially. Uh, two, she's been having fainting spells, and uh, it's leading to memory loss. And she warned Gaius about this beforehand, that she might, like, not remember some things. Uh, and then three, yeah, that uh, she's got, like, weird black veins on her arm and shit, and it's getting worse. Her sickness, whatever it is, from using her Darkman yeah. powers. Um, now, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, we cut back and we see that, uh, Sunny basically home alone this, uh, this clothing factory, it looks like. Yeah. Like, I see sewing machines and stuff. Um, and, yeah. uh, the reason why the, the Harbingers are in here are is because, uh, they found the body of the person he killed earlier. Yeah. I felt like he should have, like, dragged them back, unless he wanted it to be, like, a thing. But I can't really see. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so he, he made a blow dart and shot into the guy's neck and then hit a tripwire to make something knock him down, and then he was going to stab him with the broom, but the other Harbinger shows up and is, knocks him down in her dark bone, is about to stab him with a dagger, and then... Nyx fucking throws a mannequin arm through this woman's torso, and that <laughs> rules. Very good. Yep, so. Uh, Lydia's Clippers outfit's pretty good. Yeah, I like good. those. I, green is green. my favorite color, too, so it's hard for me to be mm. in, uh, impartial. Yeah, Nathaniel opens the door and is like, welcome back. Hey! What is this asshole doing here? <laughs> and and Baji pretty much immediately picked up that he had sex recently. And oh, it's yeah. like, he got a sick glow oh, yeah. about you. <laughs> and so Nathaniel th- holds up his gauntlet hand and the blade shoots out of it like he's uh, flipping him off. Which is like, good Okay, exchange. by the way, I never would have watched this oh. scene. I hate this scene. Here we I go. this scene. Here okay. we go. So Pilgrim is being, is being bathed by Cressida. And he's going through the whole like, oh, I feel so impotent thing and let me tell you a scene i fucking hate this exact scene again very weird tones that feels like maybe you were right about the more i look at this episode the more i feel like maybe someone who didn't direct all the other episodes got a shot here or something because like yeah what the hell is this basically because yeah this is the whole like i'm so powerful but but I still feel so impotent still. Why am I so frustrated? And it's obviously like mm. supposed to be like a like a metaphor or a metaphor for um like like sexual sexual stuff as well. Um and he's still kind of going through this thing and I think and like so basically because I, I can't watch this scene it's so uncomfortable uh, but Cressida like at, at, at one point just like just gives him a very awkward like hand job under the water yeah yeah he says he feels impotent meaning that he feels like he's supposed to have all this power but he's still feeling powerless and out of control Um, so she just reaches her hand down and grabs his dick and says you are anything but impotent and then just strokes him off in this bathtub while talking to him <laughs> Which I get, it's like a, a manipulation thing where she's trying to like. Also, it's also you know, but also also it's clear that he's too pumped Trump as well because she was barely at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that did not take long. That was like a good fifteen well, seconds. Well, I mean, it's but... whatever. He probably has had a lot log a lot of time to bone down or anything or jerk off in a corner. Yeah, he's he's been under a lot of stress. <laughs> but, but the thing is, it's like I hate this scene. Because it happens in so many things. Um, where, like, you have a scene like this where it's just like the, the male figure opens up, uh, opens up about his feelings of inadequacy to, like, one of the, uh, the more, like, powerful female leads and everything. And she just ends up getting him off and then everything's fine after that. Yeah, it feels it feels like very short sighted and not a nuanced way to deal with it. Yeah, don't worry. She's uh, at the end of the scene. She's taking off her robe, so they're probably gonna also have sex. But also, she touched his face with her. Uh, I mean, hand. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I feel like you should be people should probably be okay with that a little bit. But at the same time, like, I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. Okay, now we get out of that scene, and we have a good scene between yeah. uh, Nathan and Baji. 
Yeah, they got yeah. some good banter. <laughs> yeah, Lydia. Yeah, I think at, at this point, Bobby said, don't you trust me? And uh, Nathaniel's like, are you serious, Bobby? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Lydia shows up with a fancy cane because she's still recovering from her injury. And uh, Baji's like, cool, I'm going to head out now. <laughs> and Lydia's like, you real dog? Really? Um, but basically, Lydia's uh, like, are you seriously just going to dump this baby on me and leave? And after some more good jokes, Baji's like, no. Uh... The real threat isn't Chow, it is Pilgrim, and I have a long shot that may help us, so I gotta go track this person down, and I'm not gonna do that with this baby. Yeah, and Nathaniel kind of goes in and be like, hey, we'll be ready for any, basically, I'll be ready for threats, and then Bajis is like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. And he's, I think he's actually right yeah. on this one because I don't, because as much as I think Nathaniel's a very good fighter, I don't think he'd be able to take down a, a dark one. No. He he's about on par with Sonny, and we've seen Sonny get his ass kicked by dark ones in all three yeah, seasons. So. So. Yeah, so basically, he asked them a favor, and and we get the the very cool. Uh, the favor is Nathaniel's yeah. car. That's Nathaniel's personal <laughs> vehicle that he took because he's such a shithead. Like, I feel like this episode in particular, the. But the problem that I have with it is it feels way more jovial, like it than, than mm. a lot of other ones. Like it, it a lot more like yeah. on purpose jokes. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, there's gags in here which they're normally yeah. There's gags from people you normally don't get gags from as well. That too, yeah. Yeah. So then we cut back to the widows, and uh, Tilda is brought into the the observatory or sanctum or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, yeah. and the widow's trying to be like, a, Hey, you're my daughter now. Be my daughter, please. Yeah. Yeah. She's just trying to recreate what she has in the real world. So she brings Tilda and is like, I could train you to fight to protect others. Da, 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 da. It sounds all fake and nonsense. Yeah. Um, like, she can't even do, like, the fake smile that makes people... Yeah, she's she's not a reassuring like, presence. Like, I feel like people... Okay. I feel like people instinctually, like, kind of know how to do, like, the trying to make someone feel okay with you. Like, you do, like, the fake smile and you open up your body language and everything, but she doesn't do that. Like, I don't know mm. how. Tilda's acting so good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, she was. It's tough. But then uh, Tilda asks, "What about my family?" But it was like, "Oh well, they can stay here." And Tilda's like, "No, they can't, because you killed them." And she grabs the knife off the table and cuts the widow, which of course activates the widow's dark one powers. And then widow kills Tilda, and then wakes up and is like, "Oh no, what have I done?" But with about that much conviction, yeah. And Gaius kind of comes in and be like, uh, Gaius comes in with, I guess, are they also called bowler, b- bowlers? I guess? I assume they're still called bowlers. They still have bowler hats. So. Uh, and Gaius is like, I warned you about people like, but like her, you know, white people. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Gaius is pretty much offering to take control at this point. Be like, hey, you know, rest. And you remember who you are. Um, you know, you are, you're very powerful at everything. Never mind, I keep on skipping. The thing is, like, all the seeds bleed together for me. Cause there's, there's so, there's so nothing. Yeah. And, yeah, so we cut back to Sonny and Nyx. Uh, Nyx is helping with the, um, with the wound. Yep. Managing him up. And, and they're kind of, and then she noticed his, uh, his his marks, uh, tattoos, and be like, uh, she says a really God, she says a really emo thing yeah. there. Which yeah, so she's like, you mark your kills, and he's like, it's supposed to be a badge of honor. I would erase them if I could. And she says, my marks are on the but inside. It's harder to rub off. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, relax. 
I don't I don't no, think no. that Sonny only has external marks, but yeah, yeah, like come on. Like he's clearly a tortured sad dad. <laughs> come on. But uh basically Nix is fully ditched Team Pilgrim is now gonna help Sonny escape. Uh, but Sonny wants to go find Ankara, right? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, Ankara. Yeah, yeah, he wants to go find Ankara because maybe, because she knew about Pilgrim, so maybe she'll know how to stop him. Yeah. Um, and the Nyx is, oh, Sonny pulls an MK and says, run away with me. And Nyx says, uh, no, I'm gonna stay here and try to do it from the inside. But I'll throw the searchers off her trail so you can get out. You know they would have to do the establishing shot with, with uh, the widow passed out on the floor. If, if they, they had, had a cool filter. filter on these scenes, <laughs> yeah. This is probably cheaper, but uh, way less good. Oh, and in case you didn't catch it yet, because I called this from about the second they said the raven uh, in the first scene. Uh, she sees her reflection, and it's her in black again, and, uh, they're gonna have some more little hints, like, uh... He called you the flea? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Gaius came to tell him they captured one of the raven's lieutenants, and it's Baji, and Baji's gonna tell her here in a sec that the raven is much closer than she thinks, and it's gonna be such a shock and twist when we learn at the end of the episode that the raven is also the widow. Yeah. It's, uh... Just, yeah. uh, just picture the shock Pikachu face right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when they first said, "But there's the Raven who's doing the rebellion," I'm like, "Oh man, that sounds like it might be the Widow." And then they had that mirror scene immediately followed up with this. She's, uh, they're closer than you think. I'm like, okay, it's definitely just the Widow. And then, yeah, it turned out to be just the Widow. <clears throat> And I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say one other thing that is unnecessary and petty. Mm-hmm. The scorpion logo, way too fiddly. Like, oh, you want yeah. something that you can easily, it's like, draw and stuff? Like, yeah. it's really fiddly. Like, the butterfly, you can, you know, kind of, you know, do an approximation of pretty easily. The yeah. armadillo, like, all of the, most of the stuff you can do, but the, but the scorpion thing, like, too much detail in it. Oh, also, uh, the like sixth hint is that uh, Baji is dressed yeah. in blue, and there's nothing worth discussing in this scene. This is just foreshadowing for something I don't care. I was about. Ho- I was really hoping that that Sunny would have like unlocked his dark dark one powers like so badly in this episode. <laughs> and then we just had it like, what if the widow unlocked her dark one powers instead? Yeah, it's. That was the opposite of what I wanted. Sonny as the Raven would have been oh, pretty cool, I think. That, that would have been cool. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it has to be the Widow, because, like, thematically, that's what this yeah, whole thing is about. But I wish it hadn't been. the same thing MK did, where she has to feed her dark self, and it turns out... It turns yep. out that the Widow that's in the black is actually the good Widow, and the one in the red is the bad one, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, uh, Nyx and MK, they meet up, uh, and Nyx is clearly being super shady. <laughs> She's yeah. not hiding it well. Yeah, uh, I'm just like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I went back for supplies, you know, maybe we'll be out cool. here for a long time. This definitely isn't a runaway bag. Here, have some There's, food. You're, you're a tea boy, you need to eat things, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Nyx is just like, hey, why don't you uh, look with me? And I think that was, like, very clear. Very clear that he would reject yeah. it. Yeah, that was a smart yeah. play by her. Because it also throws suspicion off her. Cause she's like, no, I want to work with you. Yeah. When she knows he's too emo and needs to be alone. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. So. We get another... Jesus. And, like, this is so much widow that, like, the other scenes are, like, so short. They just need to throw something in to, like, break up these scenes. They could have done, they could have not taken up, like, 20 minutes of this episode. Yeah. And they could have. And especially with the establishing, establishing shot each time, it makes all these scenes feel, like, so much more often and, like, longer. It, like, it draws attention to the fact that, oh, we're back in this storyline again. And, like, it's and, exhausting. And, and, you know what they could have done? 
to get a better cool filter. Yeah. <laughs> at least the seat, at least the like the sanctuary would have looked like really cool. And it it looks cool yeah. now, but it will look even better. But uh Guy is just talking about troop movements. He's like, why are we pushing farther out? Baji said, they're closer than they appear. He's like, well, if we call, I can call them back if you want, but it will look like we're retreating. And then she's like, I found these coded messages hidden in your room. What the fuck? He's like, uh, obviously someone planted them there. I'm your boothing. I would never betray uh- you. Then she stabs him in the it, side of know, this would have been a more believable scene if Louis Dane was a better actor. Because <laughs> I thought he was hiding. I thought he was yeah, acting he's... shady the entire time. Oh. I know he. I think he's supposed. To, I think we're supposed to like not be truly sure if uh, he's lying but, or not. But the thing is, though, is like I'm. I'm just one hundred percent sure that he was lying. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I don't find this scene compelling because they're not great actors. Oh, man, man, there's they had so many options. Yeah, it's the it's the classic. I'm the leader, and I'm so paranoid. I've killed the one person who would never betray me. Whatever, whatever. Uh, regular widow in the black is about to show up, and they're gonna fight. Yeah, Minerva <laughs> as the Raven, as the uh, the the subtitles say. Like, yeah. who are you? I'm you, but better. <laughs> But stronger. <laughs> Bajor told you I was close, didn't he? Yeah. In case you didn't catch that, yeah, they got a pull. Like, this feels very amateur compared to the rest uh, like, of the show, and I don't like, know why. This feel, like this, this episode feels like what I thought this show would have been if I didn't watch it. <laughs> like if you just told yeah. me like a ten thousand. Uh, Feet view of what the show is. This feels about what I would expect. Like, yeah. like it's like someone. It's like someone was did like a like one of those like a transmorpher version of the show, or like mm-hmm. an Asylum Films like treatment of it, where it's like it's close and just just there to trick grandmas into buying something. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, I also had issues with this fight scene because, uh, because we're using body doubles and like digitally imposing her face onto, uh, the other one, they do a lot more cuts than they normally would. So we can get close-ups off each face. So it's like, oh, wow, no, the widow's really fighting herself. And like, it just makes the fight look worse. Yeah. Also, she tries to cut herself. Red Widow tries to cut herself to activate the powers and Black Widow's like, Haha, <laughs> that doesn't work with me, because this is dream rules. Now we gotta fight, and they're gonna have a sword that fight. That lasts but... way too long. Yeah, it lasts, lo- it lasts too long because the fight doesn't look as good, because they're doing all these rapid cuts to show the Widow's face over and over again, instead of, like, just letting us see the fight, and it's, it frustrates like, me. It's just, like, this... I don't know, like, this is, like... It feels like the worst representation of this show. Yeah, this is not. This has not been a good episode. Like the thing is, is like you know, like the sunny parts and the baji parts, and like the, and like mm-hmm. all those stuff is like really good. Like it's good acting, and you have like some pretty cool, you know, like the plot development here. And this is just like, hey, I need to defeat my dark self, which. Yeah, see, this fight is all, it's like super wide shot, so you can't really see each other's faces. Then we'll do a close up of their feet circling around. And then every other shot is like just one person swinging their sword, and then we'll do a cross cut to the other person swinging their you sword. So like you can't fucking watch this fight. It's just uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. You know what else would have made this fight better? Doing like yeah. an abstract version of this fight with that really cool filter. Yeah. <laughs> really, really. If they just added this filter, if they added the filter throughout the entire thing, I would I have hated, hated it as nearly as much. Ah. <sighs> God, I'm just... <sighs> like, this fight has only been... Like Baji said, you're your own worst enemy. Another hint that Baji laid that we really didn't need to get called back to. This fight has only been lasted for like, lasted for one minute, and I'm, like, so sick of it. Yeah, it's... This episode, like, really didn't trust its viewer to, like, put anything together. Yeah, I mean, or you you could have done some artistic stuff with this fight, too. 
Yeah. Like, imagine if this, like, fight was, like, done in, like, silhouette or something like that. Mm-hmm, or, yeah. or in, like, this weird abstract way to show, like... Yeah. I mean, like, how uh, in Sonny's dream sequence, we've got, like, all the ghosts of his past kills coming to fight him. And, like, that was a really interesting visual metaphor for his guilt. This is just, it's me, but stronger. And then we fight. She does dying pretty well, though. I'll give her that. We're supposed to believe that the widow that we know and except as a person uh, <laughs> is like the better part of her somehow like yeah. how how is she gonna how is she gonna show that right yeah this whole thing about her like actually being good again it doesn't sell because she can't sell it like like what i can like i can see the character this was meant to be that was like incredibly nuanced and interesting but this actress just can't quite make it there it's a very meaty role it's a very difficult role um she's probably doing better than i could but she just doesn't quite it, hit the it, mark. Be, it would be a different thing if like she wasn't so far below the acting skill of like yeah, the next worst actor yeah 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 she sticks out as a th- sore thumb but she's also like an extremely central figure and that makes it very difficult and that's the episode she wakes yeah. up at the end, that's Let's it. just slot this in at the bottom. Let's just not even try. I had a feeling. I mean, quickly, I will mention the current bottom is Dragonfly's Last Dance. This is the one where we learn Sunny has a sister. Uh, Baji tries to fuck in front of the baby. We learn about the Black Lotus. Uh, Sunny has that ladder fight. A coup happens, and Lydia does some political stuff that was much better acted than anything the Widow's ever done. Yeah, yeah, this, this is, is worse. worse. Like, just slide it in the <laughs> <Okay>. bottom. <laughs> this is Raven's Feather, Phoenix, uh, Blood. So this is the insufferably long Widow Dream sequence. This is... I mean, that was like the whole episode. Uh, Sunny does Home Alone. Nyx Trey's uh, Pilgrim and Awkward Handjob. Yeah, okay. Like, every, um, like everything except for like two things you've listed on that was just like awful. Yeah. Uh, so the list, uh, just to go through very quickly, the number 10 spot is Raven's Feather, Phoenix Blood. Number 9 is Dragonfly's Last Dance. Number 8 is Chamber of the Scorpion. Number 7 is Moon Rises, Raven Seeks. Number 6 is Leopard Catcher's Cloud. Number five is Carrie Tiger to Mountain. Number four is Black Wind Howls. Number three is Blind Cannibal Assassins. Number two is Leopard Hunts Rabbit. And number one is Enter the Phoenix. Yeah, I think we've li- uh, rated the last three episodes we've seen as the bottom three of the season so Man, far. Man, I really hope this isn't a trend. Yeah, hopefully it'll swing back upward and we can have a nice conclusion. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It's just like the, the, the beginning of the season, like, it was Very so strong. strong. And, like, yeah. as soon as we get, like, like I thought we were just gonna have a slump, but, like, it continues. I mean, three episodes can be a slump. If it's on to episode four and we're still in here, then, then we're in trouble. Then we're in dire yeah. straits. I'm just hoping. I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping, if I have one genie wish, <laughs> it would be to make the end of this episode, <laughs> end of the season better. Alright, um, so let's discuss our cyberpunk AU. Okay, did we do, uh, did we do all the characters? Yeah, let me, let me go over what we got so far. So, uh, we have Joytrix Corporation, which is headed up by Quinn. Uh, they produce a drug called Aether. Quinn is kind of an old world, old world LARPer. He really likes that kind of old world aesthetic. Uh, he's got a cyber brain implant that releases Aether into his brain via controlling his cane, and his cane also turns into, like, a cool electro sword. At the end of Season 1, some explosion damages his eye. He gets a cool cyber eye, because that looks cool. Uh, Azerzine's Corp is um, an oil corporation run by the Widow. Uh, she was married to the former CEO and killed him uh, to take control, but uh, while she was married to him, he forced her to get a bunch of these... Uh, 
aesthetic surgeries uh, to kind of make her into his quote-unquote ideal woman and includes things, you know, like butterfly, hologram butterfly wings, shit like that. And so after she kills him, uh, she modifies all those implants to turn, to weaponize them. So, like, her hard light wings now can, like, cut shit and, you know, she's got shit like that going on. Uh, then Jacoby runs Pharaoh Industries. It's a mining place. Uh, he's got a big cyber miner body because... It was in a mine explosion, whatever. Hassan uh, does the fashion label Hassan. They make silk tech, which is wearable technology. Um, he's also into gene splicing and uh, as like genetically modified cogs, i.e. his spider cogs look like actual spider people to weave his silk. Uh, Chow leads Servadon Solutions. They're kind of, uh, they find the people you need for a job. Um, she rejects implants. She's a quote-unquote pure human. That's, like, her family's whole thing. They, they're big on tracing their bloodline and all of that. Uh, Broadmoor is uh, head of Laidwall Securities. They create weapons, and also they create human weapons via cybernetics. Uh, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Bring a friend. She's got robot arms. He's a veteran from a war, whatever. Uh, Acris Incorporated is an agricultural place that makes Nutrafeed. Its CEO is Rojas. We, I mean, who cares? Uh, Sunny is the head of Quinn's Corsac. Um, he's got a bio-locked special collapsible sword, a bio-engineered with physical enhancements, augmented battle sense. He's got a cool gun. Uh, he's got a sense of honor he learned from Quinn, which is why he likes, he prefers the sword to the gun. Uh, Quinn tells him he was genetically grown for this job, but actually Quinn found him as a kid and raised him. Um, where he found him was from an explosion from the uh, cutting-edge experimental nanotech factory uh, run by Azra Tech. Uh, then we also have Waldo, who is Quinn's former head of Corsac, um, got injured. Quinn wouldn't pay out for replacement legs, so now he's in a wheelchair. Uh, Vale has a cool cyber arm full of healing stuff and also knows how to build stuff. Baji is a hacker. He's got like a chip in his brain for hacking and, uh, he's got some body mods that produce aether that he can inject through micro syringes in his fingers, which is very cool. Uh, Moon is unmodded. I guess he has got like a cyber arm or will have a cyber arm at some point, but mostly unmodded, but has a very cool sword. Uh, Odessa can excrete pheromones, I guess. Uh, then the master is, uh, during the first Azertech snafu with this, uh, nanotechnology they were researching, she escaped about 30 years ago, we're saying, and she's been collecting other, uh, people with this nanobot technology that have escaped over time and building, a uh, community or an army, we're not really sure. Uh, for example, Ava's there, she's got nanobots, that's her whole thing. Uh, Penrith, uh, Lydia's father, we said is a former research, uh, from Azratech, and he worships, uh, these, like, old relics that are holograms, uh, from the old world, and we decided those would just be Volkoids. Yep. Hatsunemiku. Just, just. Hatsunemiku. <laughs> yeah. So, great thing about this is by the, by the time we get done with this, we cut out, like, most of those characters. <laughs> so, so we're on season two. So, first off, uh, Jack B's dead. So, yes. Jack B's gone. You can just waste him. Race him, they're gone forever. Jack B's out, out of there. there. And, uh, did we do Ryder? Uh, yeah, we just said, like, he's got a robo foot, but it's kind oh, of yeah. shitty and he's a oh, shithead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, nothing very interesting. Yeah, um, so. Uh, towards the end, uh, towards the end of the season one, uh, Sonny kills, well, quote unquote kills, um, mm -hmm. Quinn, and there's an explosion somehow as well. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, MK is stolen by, by the faction of Azra Tech people that was rescued by. Yeah. Mas masters, masters people, yeah. Okay. And yeah. we, and when we open up, we have, well, for season two, uh, oh, and also Sunny is stolen by the River King. Yeah. yeah, Sunny is stolen by the River King. Which he's probably got a different name at this point, but I, what, I, mean, I don't, I don't really know. Something, we said the River King had like, a, he did like shuttles, flights and everything. 
Yeah, he's got like a fleet of smuggling yeah. shuttles. Um, and maybe he was put on like a moon mining, like a helium. Yeah, he's on he's on a moon colony yeah, he's on, for he's sure. He's on a moon yeah. colony that like does helium, helium three or something like that, which is sure. a real thing okay. that's on the moon. Okay, it might be our only source of helium soon because we're using it for fucking balloons. Right. Yeah. Super cool. Uh. So, and I am not talking my mic correctly. Have yay Great. fun. Why is my recording volume so weird? I don't know. It's still there. It just needs to be corrected a little bit. Okay, there it is. It's looking better now. I'm sorry. I did not notice that until just now. Okay. That's fine. So. So he meets Foggy there. He meets Foggy there. And, and we still have the annoying, like, overseer, like, theater kid person. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, maybe he's... I think he's a Maybe robot. Maybe he's this like time. mostly robot. Like he, like he still has the yeah. dumb mullet thing, but like his mm-hmm. body is like almost nothing but, but like robot parts. Um, yeah. And I mean, same thing. They yeah, escape. they escape. Uh, and but before they escape, they meet uh, they meet Nathaniel Moon, or should we call him? Wait, he was called Silver Moon. What was it called? What was what was mm-hmm. his what was his uh name before we learned his name something moon uh, uh silver moon? moon i think maybe that was the episode title but i, I don't can't know remember. well i was gonna make a bad joke now he's called cyber moon oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yeah so they meet they meet up with him and he gets his arm cut off by baji after a long fight with uh, cool electro blades and vibra blades, cool. Um, they and he gets his hand cut off by with like a like a simple machete, and that makes him angry. <laughs> uh, and he's just kind of left there. Um, and yep. then remind me what happened after that episode. And uh. It breaks down to it's the Sunny and Baji road trip home. Oh and, yeah, no, I remember uh, we had that one really shitty episode with the sex uh, trafficking. Sex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah good stuff. Oh, let's just skip over that part. Let's just not even think about yeah, it. Yeah, the flip side is uh, Jade and Ryder have taken over uh, both the, the widows and Quinn's land. Lydia is with her father this whole time. They still have that extremely uh, awkward stabbing uh, during the uh, yep. Thanksgiving dinner scene. Satsuna and Miku says you yeah. shouldn't fight. <laughs> yes, the tone they have they have a wedding thing, and it's just uh, it's I, it's Hatsune Miku one hundred percent for sure officiates this <laughs> <Yes>. wedding. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it, they. She basically gets kicked out and has to go back to Ryder. Um, yep. And, and then uh, Quinn and Vale whole whole thing is happening at this time too. Yeah, like so. So yeah, like maybe maybe like the whatever is causing him problems beforehand. Because I still want to give him like brain cancer or something. Maybe he was too proud about it yeah. before. Uh, vale made like the little like mechanical thing for his eye and everything, but she still left some of the mm-hmm. brain cancer in. Uh, yeah. You know, just, and maybe, maybe she's, like, dosing him with, like, aether, aether, whatever, to make him feel yeah, better. Yeah, you know, it's it's super brain cancer from the future, so they can't yeah. get rid of it. And she's just dosing him with, like, micro doses of aether. And that mm. make, that's making him feel good. Feel better. Right. Um, and, of course, like, there's a baby there as well. Who is yep. just a baby, I guess. Yeah, I mean that that it would just, just be a baby. Just a baby. Uh and and I, I'm imagining like I'm imagining like instead of like uh having like like metalwork stuff happening, they're like they're they have a bunch of like half cyborg people like making like chips and stuff so they can like make better like guns and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something like that. In my head, I'm imagining it's very good. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm very tired now. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's just get to the middle of like season two. <laughs> Let's yeah. just get to the middle of. I mean, what what is what are we changing? Because otherwise, we're just rehashing the what plot we, points of the actual ch- seasons. So uh, what's, what's different? Well, okay, so 
So basically, I think what's different is we are having uh, Baji and uh, Sunny, they have to find a shuttle, basically. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're basically going across the moon surface. Okay, the whole road yeah, trip's on the, road moon. Trips on the I'm, moon. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, That's they have cool. to go yes. to, like, this old, like, this old base, which hit, had, like, Azratech stuff in it before. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, the... Because, yeah, we established they had, like, a yeah. moon base or whatever. Well, I thought they had, like, a satellite thing, but maybe they also had, like, a moon base. I mean, something yeah. in space, it's fine. It can be... The moon is a yeah, satellite. It's close enough. Technically. But, uh, but the, it was an old Azratech base that, like, Baji knows about. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um... And then I guess MK is doing the boring parts of the. Yeah, MK is just training. training. You know, you know, you do, you doing the thing where you train. You yeah. know, the training part. Um. Yeah. Uh. The widow is fighting Ryder. That's. I mean, that plays. Uh. Oh, they call the accord of all the CEOs. I guess. Oh. Uh. To. Yeah. Sorry. Never mind. I was gonna say. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Widow takes back her her territory, and so Ryder calls the Accord, and that's fine. That can play. Yeah, as and then is. we get rid of almost everyone except for Chow. Yeah, then everyone dies, and Quinn shows yeah, up. Yeah, Quinn and Quinn has a, like a like maybe maybe instead of like a like the sword, maybe instead of be like you know like stab me, he's just like deactivate me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little <laughs> cheesy. cheesy. Uh, but no, uh, maybe maybe instead of having uh, stabbing with the sword, he stabs him with like I don't know, like a like a future thing. I mean, we can still play though. Like stabbing, it would just like be a gun. Yeah, and he just brings the muzzle to his like forehead and is like, "Do it, shoot me or whatever." And then Ryder can't. He. Hey. Uh, fucking breaks his neck with his cool robo hand or something. Yeah, I don't know. that's how we do it. And of course, like this is in like the dark and in the rain, and like there's like neon happening, and yeah. and like you hear like oh, flying sure, yeah. cars going above. It's it's like real cool shit. Yeah. Instead of instead of an old marble statue, he's fallen in front of like a hollow projection of, like, of that statue. Oh, no, no, it's an ad. <laughs> because because okay, we live yeah. in a corp corp. Cor- right, you know, corporate hellscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah being ad. Be an ad. Um, I think that's like middle of season two, right? That's middle of season two, right? Yeah, yeah. That's no, the that's a mid. That's yeah. a midpoint of season two. Do you want to just stop here and then? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so then all we gotta do is, hey, uh, Jesse, what have you been? What have you been into? <sighs> well, a lot of stuff. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Um. It's, uh, it, it's, I'm, I'm not as sad when I play it, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, uh, have a, uh, have an Islander who is Antonio, who is a, uh, himbo anteater. Uh, he's very good. Cool. I, I love him. And if I could marry people in this game, I would marry him. Uh, now, uh, the other things, I finished the two seasons of Black Lightning I haven't watched. Um, mm. and it gets, it gets significantly better after the first season. Um, nice. There's like actual hints of Jefferson. Well, by the way, Black Lightning, it's like, it's set now. Basically, Black Lightning was a character from like the 70s who was basically like this teacher who got like electricity powers and everything was raised by like this old Italian man. And he's, it's supposed to be like a very like socially conscious hero. But in this show, like, he's, like, in his 40s, basically, and he's, like, he's a principal, and, like, and, like, he's, you know, he's not what he used to be. It's 20 years after mm-hmm. his prime, basically. Um, and there's, like, this kind of fight because uh, between him and his daughter, who is, like, way more about direct action and stuff like that, and also happens to have powers. Um, and also his daughter... One of his other daughter, his daughter who's in high school, also has powers and happens to be more powerful than him by a lot. And and it's just it 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 looks it's one of the more socially conscious like superhero stuff I've seen. Like they actually talk about stuff and how like just punching the bad guy doesn't necessarily help. <laughs> that being said, the bad guy one of the bad guys is actively causing a, a problem. 
bad guys trying to do like that. the economic problems. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I watched all of that uh, in two days. I was very bored. I'm very bored. Please help. <laughs> I have a week and a half of quarantine left. Alright, um, as for myself, I will be recommending uh, a film, Abominable, which is on Hulu right now. It is a DreamWorks project, I guess. I think DreamWorks isn't technically a studio anymore, it's just kind of like a name that people get to use, but um, it's a children's film, um, very cute, uh, takes place in China, which I they hid in the trailer, they made it look like it was about an Asian American girl. Now, it's Legit just in China, which was actually really fun. It's a super beautiful movie, but it's about uh, a young girl whose father recently passed away, and she's kind of dealing with that grief and trying to figure it out. Um, and then she meets a Yeti on her roof, and they become friends, and she's determined to take that Yeti home to Mount Everest. Um, but there's, you know, people who want the Yeti who are trying to get him back. Um, very cute, and it, like, takes you all across, you know, all the iconic scenery of China. You get the bamboo forest, you get the big Buddha. It's beautiful looking. Um, and the Yeti has, like, cool magic powers that make some really, like, legitimately gorgeous visual effects that, like, were very interesting and, like, stuff I hadn't necessarily seen before. And uh, I had a really good time with it. Yeah, it sounds good. I'll probably end up watching it. So, yeah. yeah. Um... All right. Uh, Jesse, it is your turn to get us out of well, here. Well... Um, oof, I mean, I mean, strive to be better, I guess. Strive <laughs> to be better. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs>